it really brings to light the question like are people really content with their lives like because you ever hear people they're like oh yeah when i finish school i'll be happy and then they end up not being happy and then they're like when i get married i'll be happy but they end up not being happy and then when i have kids i'll be happy and, I'm, and then they're still not happy and then they're like when my kids get out of the house i'll be happy and they're not happy and then finally they're like when i go to heaven i'll finally be happy and it's just this constant loop man Yo, you ever look at those like YouTube videos and then there it's it's called like life is as in, inevitable as death or, you know, like when you, life is too short to like stop living or it's like some like really cool montage or something like a bunch of creators do. And then it's a bunch of cool edits from different movies. And then it's like so deep and stuff. Yeah, I know that. Like, and then I think there's like quotes in there. They're like, oh yeah, when you realize you're not going to live forever, that's when you actually start living and then things like that. Yeah. Honestly, many times, like, people seek adrenaline or how do you say it, being happy. And that is more like, yeah, like people say, you don't know when you're going to die. So you might as well live life like you want to on the last day on earth. Right. But yeah, that, I like that saying, like, like you can live life to the fullest on the first day of any day because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And But the thing with happiness is that happiness is such a weird state where it can be defined as anything happy to you can be like you working a nine to five and just having a family and that that's that's happiness to you happiness could be saving lives by being a doctor and doing that that's happy can be interpreted as anything you know dude i I honestly feel that not a lot of people are happy with their lives because i feel like that a lot of people like us right we live in the future we're always chasing that next thing so let's say like we're so we have so much ambition within us that like let's say we achieve something then we're like no we got to achieve this next thing and then it's just like this endless cycle so it's not like we're we've really achieved happiness because we're always chasing our future self we're chasing a future achievement a future happiness so to say if that makes sense well the the thing the thing you're saying is basically you're not happy with the product and you think you can do better, right? That, I think that's different than being happy because, yeah, many people are not happy with the product. Like, for example, when, let's just say, Tesla releases a new car, they might not be happy with the new product. Elon might not be happy with the new product, but there's always room for improvement. That's what that means. But honestly, like, you're right. Many, many people will just keep on seeking they're not happy with what they have achieved, so they keep on doing more. And that could be, like, dangerous cycle to some people, you know? But honestly, it's like you control. Like, we discussed this before. You control when you're happy and when you're not, honestly, right? So it's more like you can't really say you're going to be happy when this happens. It's more like whenever something happens, it's your... It's hard to say. Maybe you, like, something little. Maybe you get an A on your test or something. It's a big achievement. You might just interpret it as like, oh, it's nothing like this. That's cool. It's just one thing down to my path. But honestly, you can just take it a different way. You can appreciate what you did. You can appreciate your efforts and be like, holy shit, I just got an A. I studied this long. I've never seen these grades. And how the heck, like, I just got this A on this test. And like, just be ha- happy in the moment of what you did rather than 
saying that you're going to be happy later on when you get all these A's and go into like an Ivy League or something like that. You know, there's really an interesting phenomenon about this. It's like in society, like society expects you, let's say you get good grades and then you end up at this like top school. And then after that, like, let's say you're going to go to law school and you end up at like Harvard or something. And then after that, you end up becoming like this really big shot lawyer that's making like 300 grand a year. Right. Like if society rewards that, they think that's like a goal. Right. That's like the ultimate individual. Like they did life right. But the thing is what they don't mention about doing something like that is like a lot of people like this is actually a story. I saw on LinkedIn like this guy the exact same story and what ended up happening was that he just had so many mental health issues he had so much depression and he felt that he was socially isolated because all of that time he spent working on that and getting to Harvard becoming a top big shot lawyer like all of that he felt that he was missing something in his life and he was not happy but other people were you know they don't do that and then they just lived in the moment and you know, maybe this is like really, I guess, hypocritical of like what uh, what I sometimes say about hustle culture. But they were they were more happy like when they weren't doing all that. But society feels that you know that's doing the wrong thing. And then when people listen to society, they end up being more miserable because of it. Yeah, and I think that's a good point you bring up because like you see many of these YouTubers, these adrenaline seeking YouTubers, they live life to like where they don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. They can. Oh, like somebody's travel, like that. I love that life. I would wish, like, I, I love my path or my passion in the medical field, but I also want to pursue like camping a lot. I'm a big camper fan, and that's like to me, like, camping you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. You can go maybe one day you want to go to Canada, maybe one day you want to go to like Chicago. It's up to you, like, you can live a very how do you call it, spontaneous life. And that spontaneous, like, imagine knowing what you're gonna do for the rest of your life. And here, I'm going to bring this up with my job. Like, in my opinion, some people will be miserable because they know their cycle every day. They go wake up 9 a.m., go to their job, work for till 5, same thing happens. They have to do the same thing. They have to file some paperwork, do some whatever their job pertains them to do. Um, pertains them to do. So they repeat that cycle. They know what's going to happen tomorrow. Nothing really changes unless the weekend happens or something. But same cycle every day. But for my job, per se, like, the thing what I really like about the medical field is you don't know what you're going to see. Yeah, sometimes it's going to be repetitive, but some days you might get some crazy cases with patients that are really interesting. And some days you oh, you get something, it's very different. You see something different. Not, not all the cases are the same. Some Because every person is different. Every injury can be different to the body. That's what you know what's really interesting about that? About becoming a doctor? Yeah. Like, you know, there's this whole list on Google about the top 10 reasons to become a doctor or like a or just actually, no, let me redefine this. It's the top 10 reasons why Asian parents want their kids to become a doctor and helping people is not even in one of those 10 reasons. Yeah, it's, uh, I saw it's about the pay, the status in society and how people look at you, the respect. Yeah, and that's, yes, that's because of how society looks at things, man. That's not like you saw how I brought up more of the adrenaline seeking rather than that. That's what I think. The reason why people per se say that it's yeah, it's a stable job, you make good income, but many people don't understand that some jobs like that, you have to spend several years in training. And that training is not fun. That training, if you don't have a passion for that, it's gonna be a tough time. I I feel like that once you realize that happiness is a choice and you're in charge of choosing something that you're passionate about, even if society frowns upon it, then I feel like that you're at peace with your life because you don't care what other th- others think, you only care about like what makes you happy yeah i agree with that and honestly if you you can't predetermine 
I say it, happiness, really. It's more like, it's hard to say, but it's more like happiness is not really a choice. It's more like it comes and goes. I know. I yeah. You ever um? I don't know. There was like, what do you think of a senior dating a freshman? Like, I have a follow up point to this. Oh, I don't know, but what do you think of that? Like, what would you like? What just in your terms? Like, what would you what would you say about that? Like, what is your opinion on that? Honestly, I I can't really say anything about that. But honestly, sometimes well, what would society say about that? It's weird. Society. It's weird, exactly, right? But the thing is, is that like there, there's this Quora post, right? And then this guy, he was like, there, he, he, one of his friends was dating a freshman, right? And he's a senior, right? So yeah. the the senior, he goes up to the freshman, and he's like, he's like, why, why, why are you, why are you dating a senior? Like, don't you like care what others think or what they're gonna say about that? And then what she said was this: she was like a freshman at the time, so she says that, you know, like I understand what people say, and I understand like what people think about this situation. But the thing is, is that you know, I realize I want to. I want to pursue what makes me happy. You know, I want like that's my ultimate goal in life. And then just realizing that and rejecting societal norms, like now they're married with three kids. That's awesome, and I, I agree. yeah, exactly. Like, like you don't, you don't have to. Society will make you do things that that. Why do you think ninety nine percent of the people stay the same? That that the top one percent is successful. Well, like, I think that's the why the rat race exists. Because everyone is chasing stability, they're chasing respect. Because like I feel like it's in human nature to be able and to chase, chase. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like I feel like it's in human nature that you want to chase others liking you. Like that's such a big thing. Yeah, and while they're chasing that respect, they they fall out of passion. You know, like imagine going to the medical field for four years and you don't like science and you don't like the medical field. You're gonna give up halfway through. You're gonna be like, I can't do this shit. Like, hard. yeah, you have to have a good reason. Exactly. Like, that's what we said in the last episode. Why do you think the most important but hardest qu- the, seems the easiest, but the hardest question at the same time is why medicine? Why business? Why law? Those those questions are so, it seems so easy. It's two, two words, right? But the thing is, in those two words, you can say a million words in that question, right? It's like such a small question, like why medicine, why law, why business, why whatever field, but you can answer in such a broad way. Of course, you can say the same 99% of answers, the money, the, the status, the way I want to live, but there's a 1% of answer that's way different than the others, like one that stands out from the rest. Yeah, like honestly, like just thinking about it on average, like as humans, we live around 80 years. So if, you, if the average person, they start working around 22 and retire at 67, they're literally spending 13 year of the years of their life just waiting for death. And then the majority of their life, they're just working. So, like, why would you choose something that you have no interest in? Like, it's so, it's so like, uncanny to me. Like, a lot of – I know just a lot of kids just in our high school, right? Yeah. A lot of them interested in business. They want to go into investment banking, right? And why yeah. do you think they want to go into investment banking? Because it's the prestige, the pay, and the respect. That's well, they literally don't know the, the three path reasons. It takes to get there. It's not easy. Many those. That, but do they? They don't really want to do that in life. You know why they want to do it? Because of the prestige, the pay, and the respect. And the thing is, is that investment banking is one of the worst. Like you, it is like one of the most unhappiest jobs ever. And not only that, they, it's so hard yeah. to get in that top one percent of jobs. Many people say they want to do law. They want to be core. They want to make hundreds of thousands. Well, of like dollars. if you're not passionate about it, like why would you? Not do only it? that, that's what I'm saying. 
Dude, there's millions of lawyers out there. Then not everyone is making that much money, and not that many of them are happy. Those but the thing is, like, when you're in that, when you want to be an investment banker mindset, the thing is, it's the same mindset as when I get that job, I'll be happy. When I finally get exited, and then I get into a good MBA program, I'll be happy. And then when I establish myself, I'll be happy. Yeah. It's the same exact yeah. thought process. Viewers that are like young and watching and still have so much time to decide. I'm not saying to quit whatever you're trying to do if you don't have a reason. I want you to go think why do you want to why do you want to do this for the rest of your life just think about it because many people jump into conclusions and they don't realize that their parents or maybe someone else is... i feel that so many people are influenced by their parents and teachers that they're afraid to pursue what they want to do yeah and they don't and, and they don't self-reflect why they want to do it until it's too late you gotta like for example what's it called many famous youtubers you can see online i quit medicine i, I watch a lot of medical youtubers and they quit medicine. They love the medical field. They have a passion for it, but for him, it wasn't for them. There's many reasons that pertain into that. And you got to just self-reflect. Why? Why are you committing the rest of your life to this passion, this endeavor? And if you give, if you give yourself a great answer, like imagine you're, imagine you're applying to a Harvard Ivy school, Harvard, well, really hard school to get into. And you're asked that question, and you you answer. Say, if you were a mission officer, would you accept yourself into that position? Well, it's really interesting because if you think about it, like, why are these guys, why are these people applying to like Harvard, Stanford, Yale? Like, do they really specifically want to go to Harvard, Stanford, or Yale, or is it really just about the prestige that the school brings? It's mostly the prestige. Like, if you like go, what do they people know about these schools specifically about why they want to go there? A majority don't. The amount of people. When I was a kid, always went up to me. You're going to go to Harvard. You're going to do that. Like, everyone kept on talking. It's a status like, symbol. Exactly. And I'm like, hey, I, I, I'm fine if I go to any school. If, if that school provides me a good education in the medical field, I'm fine with that. You know, this is my theory on Harvard. I feel that maybe around 25% to 30% of these people that go to Harvard, that's going to be their biggest accomplishment of their life. And it's really, like, controversial take. No, no, no. I'm not saying, like, nothing's wrong with Harvard. Harvard's no, like, Harvard's a great school. Like, don't get me wrong. But the thing is, like, this is a really controversial take. But I feel that, like, let's say you're entering the workforce and you're a Harvard graduate. You're held at such a higher standard than everyone else. Because, like, if, you, if you're if you performing, I guess, the average amount of someone who came out of, I don't know, like, Fresno State, right? Like, no no shame on Fresno State. But the thing is, is that, yeah, like, let's say, you're, like, you're coming out. You're, you and the Fresno State person, you're you're giving the same results. People are going to be like, that guy went to Harvard? That guy went to Harvard? Like, I should apply it. I should have gotten him. That guy's going to get it. You know what I mean? No, but think like, about that, it. It doesn't that's matter. That's how it is. Oh, every college gives you opportunities to excel. Exactly. Like, it's not where some, you get your degree. It's what you do with your degree. Other programs. Some colleges have some better programs. Some don't. So it's like they have features that, that fit you. Why do you think there's so many options to go to, like, so many options for, like, schools? Because there's so many things that fit different people's aspects. There's always going to be a supply for people going to college. But the, the, the thing is, each college has different varying factors. Some people in location, some people in college, tuition. All these factors play in, play in that. And that honestly just goes into, and I think we're getting a little bit sidetracked with that. But like I was just saying, all those things for college. But honestly... Going back to happiness and relating to this is well, I think it's because of like, like you ever you ever see that video on YouTube about the rat race? Like where like there's one rat like it's chasing a dollar bill and it's flying everywhere, and then once they actually reach the dollar bill, they're surrounded like on a hundred laptops, and then there's a hundred different rats right there. Yeah, like you ever see that video? Yeah, that's because many people 
are chasing money. They're chasing stability because and they they're in just because they're chasing that money. They are involved in work that their hearts are just not set on. They're involved in work that they don't like because they're stuck in the rat race. And, you know, many think they have time, but it leads them to be building bad habits and it delays their happiness. And they spend their whole lives in this dark hole where it, it it's the traditional way. It's go to college, get a degree, get a job, get promoted, start a family, have kids, retire around 65 and enjoy the last 15 years of your life or so. And you wait for death. That's yeah, how it is. And think about this right now, right? If you, if you, um, what's it called? If you, um, it's like for the rat race, if you just go into profession for, of course, money plays a factor in everything, right? But you got to go into a profession you're passionate about. Cause think about it. If, for example, history, I'm not a big fan of history. I think history is really important. Yeah, it is really important. But in my opinion, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like it. So if I major in history, let's say law, because there's a lot of history and laws involved in that. I don't like that stuff. I don't like reading. I'm not good at memorizing those facts. I would. So you wouldn't be happy if you were a lawyer, well, even though it's not, not only that. Exactly. It's like I hate these TV shows sometimes, like Suits and that. Bro. Great, great shows. Great shows. Don't get me wrong, but they perceive law so bad saying that yeah you can read a book and you'll be fine but no that's not how it is because if i go to law school I'll, i won't bro have- how many episodes have that, that is not what suits portrays though. Yeah, it is it is no I'm- literally it literally it, bro suits shows like suits the lincoln lawyer they glorify law it make they make it seem so glamorous no, no, and that's what a I'm lot saying. of that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying no they don't bro, make it so easy they don't it doesn't make it look easy either it makes it look like hell that is true. But like going back to, oh, sorry, going back to the law, I would, I would fail through it. But if I had to push myself to get that, whatever salary it is out of the law, it, I won't be happy at all. And that, that would not, that's the thing. We chase stuff that once you think will make you happy, but 99% of people say money don't buy happiness. And there's an extent to this. Money can buy you things that can make you happy sometimes. Depends on the person. But money in general, people say, can't make you happy, right? It's more like what you do in life can make you happy. I think the biggest thing I've learned throughout high school is that you have to dabble in everything. Like, you have to experiment with everything until you finally find something that is your niche. And then when you find that niche, you apply yourself, and then you can monetize it and create a career out of it. And not, I think that's not, like, not only not only high school, but like... Well, know, like, it's bro, in life. Yeah, exactly. And college, too, bro. I, the thing is... I shadow many physicians, and I've seen fifty-year-old men. I've heard I heard fifty-year-old men going or women going to the medical field, and these 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 men and women, they're fifty and they're like halfway through their life, but they decide they want to choose their passion. Yeah, they're they're gonna be old going through medical school. They don't care. They want to do something they will be happy with. That's what that's like an example. Like that, what makes them happy? Going and treating people makes them happy, or going to see. Adrenaline-seeking cases make them happy. So, like, it all, it all, it all pertains to like you pursuing something you are willing to do for the rest of your life. If you're not like, I know, like, honestly, I feel like that every like people are trying to figure out what makes them happy every single like throughout their whole life, right? Because just googling this right now, just on based on statistics, a lot of people like the average worker makes a career change every four years. Yeah, it's and that per, constant. Yeah, and per se, like I was at, the, I uh, I went to the Mazda dealership, and the guy, I we were buying, a, we were trying to look for cars, and the guy was like, 
we asked him, we told him, we're like, yeah, you're, you're, you know your stuff. He's like, oh, thank you. I spent my first 20, I spent 26, in this, 26 years at this establishment that I first get recognized for uh, my, uh, my knowledge and sarcastically. So that goes to show like some people like that don't really, are not really happy in their job. They're just like, they have to do it per se to like put food on the table. And yeah, you got to work, put food on the table, but I would say pursue something that makes you happy. You know, I I don't know. Like, it's I think one of the most important things is that like when you're trying to achieve happiness, or like at least something I've learned over the past ten months is that momentum is one of the most important things you can have in life because just having that momentum that that just init- that boost that you can keep with you it, it really drives you forward and it keeps you going towards your goal. And once you start to lose momentum, it could set you back months, even a year, and then you're in this dark hole where happiness seems just so far away and like that's why if you if you have momentum you have to do everything in your power to try to keep it yeah and honestly making happiness is so so rare nowadays people are people are always sad they're always going through stuff and honestly it's kind of very kind of say cheesy to say but making a smile on someone's face can make a different big difference i know like you ever hear that if you just give someone a compliment it just makes their day yeah like it might seem cheesy, but if you compliment someone's dress, you don't know what they're going through. God forbid, let's just say their their freaking dad died or their mom died, something bad happened, and just may or maybe like what's it called? They're going through some something like that, and you compliment their dress or something. That compliment would offset that those negative thoughts they're going through. It's hard to get through stuff like that in life, but like having those little compliments through a day from a stranger, like that can make someone's day, you know. So like. That's, like, another thing I would say about happiness. Always try to, like... Dude, I feel like so many people have, like, mental health issues and stuff these days. Like, that's why it's so big now. And, yeah, we have such a big stigma where it's not okay. Yeah. Like, it's not okay to tell people about it. Like, Dude, like, apparently a lot of people now have a therapist. Like, I didn't know that. That's crazy. A lot of people do, and it's fine. Like, people are... How do you say it? People are scared to go to their best friend or something and tell them, Hey, I'm going through shit. And yeah, that's what society norms say. You can't be a pussy, apparently. But that's what society <laughs> and I some I don't I don't agree with that. I think everyone should go up to go up to your friends and tell what you're going through and that because like, you know I say if like if you can't tell your friends something like that or you feel like that you're gonna be judged by them, then I don't yeah. think they're, they're your friends. Yeah, like yeah, what's it called? Eric, Eric just laughed when I said you can society says you can't be a pussy and do that. I think that's fucked up. That, that yeah, they're they're saying that. And honestly, what's it called? Honestly, yeah, you you can go up to people and honestly, you if you if you're going through something, I feel like when you say it to someone, it releases that. It makes you happy, right? That you're able to tell someone that you love that you're that something is happening. And that's these are many ways to get that happiness. People see, yeah, you might not be happy. You're chasing. Um, maybe you're going through a lot through work. If you tell someone that stuff, because it's hard, like you, you'd be surprised the amount of people that hold back this information, right? About what? Like about what's going on through the life. You remember how we're talking about like, well, like, I don't know. I feel like it's something that just people don't like to talk about because they don't, they don't know how others are going to respond to it. Yeah. And that's what society is bringing. Like we have to change that. But aside, people, people, aside from that, what's it called? I was going to say, 
was I gonna say? Sorry, dude. Yeah. Honestly, that's I, I think that's why like self improvement is so important because honestly, if you're in the darkest space of your life and then you just start building good habits, like you just get happier because of it. You're just in such a better place because you're doing things that make you happy. Like for example, like when you when you get up at one p.m. and then half the day is already gone nearly you just feel so bad but like yeah you wake but, up at like 6 a.m and then you you work out or something and you have a head start on the day you feel so much better yeah waking up at like 5 a.m in the morning and like getting ahead imagine like getting all your work done it's a good feeling like, it's a great feeling like you feel like you've like accomplished so much it's so little time and then you start to question why your old self was the way he was yeah, and of course there's gonna be stuff here and there where, um, what's it called? Um, yeah, there's gonna be stuff. How to say it? Here and there where you're gonna, of course, happiness is hard to achieve. But try these little things like working on yourself and that, and I feel like you're gonna see way more improvement and be happy. Because honestly, it's hard to say. Like you, there's there's a big phase of denial and everything. Like, you would deny that you're not happy, but you would deny that, like, also, there's a many, like, it's hard to explain, but there's a very big denial stage with everything. But if you get through that denial stage and see what's going on in your life and actually evaluate it, then I feel like you can see the problems, work on it. And then, Dude, honestly, yeah, I, uh, for, for me, like, I think the healthiest way to become happy is through self-improvement. Yeah, honestly, I feel that the biggest thing when you're when you're trying to become happy or you're on this like happiness journey, I guess, is that you really want to enjoy the little things because if you enjoy the process and then you're just and you if you don't enjoy the process and you're just working towards your destination all the time, then you you realize that it's you're not going to be happy because the process is going to take up a majority of your life. It's going to be it's going to take so much out of you. And if you just don't enjoy the little things, like you're going to be such a negative person to be around and others are not going to want to be around you and you're just going to go you're going to splurge further into a darkness, further into a bad state where you're just so isolated and cut off from everyone and you're just going to be like so distraught about everything. Like that's yeah. why there's so many people like in the gym, for example, like there's like a lot of videos where people are like, Oh my God, this guy takes enough creatine to kill a baby cow and literally spend six days a week, two hours a day working out yet still can't talk to that girl. It's because they're literally doing all of these things. Like they think it's healthy, but they're kind of diluted in a, in a sense because they're trying to do this to avoid their problems. And in this case, it would be the problem of not being able to talk to that girl. But if you just focus on enjoying the little things in life, like being able to, or I mean, just like focusing on your goals and doing something to keep you accountable and then writing these things down and then practicing them, then just focusing on something head on, you become so much more happier because you're building the skills you need to succeed. And that's what yeah. happiness is all about. Yeah, because I agree. Anything worth having is going, anything worth having is going to take a lot out of you. Yeah. And honestly, like what you brought up all with like, what's it called? Um, like, like understanding what your problems are and then like like going honestly I was watching a movie and oh, I forgot the name of it it was with Kevin Hart oh the, the man from the Toronto interesting movie but the guy the Kevin Hart was trying to open a boxing what's it called a boxing a non-boxing website something like that mm -hmm. and the guy one of the uh, one of the actors were like or characters were like it's this is later on it's a small part but they're like you gotta face your pro your fears something you're gonna keep on saying you're gonna do something until you do it right you gotta you gotta it's you gotta 
face that fear of not doing that because he kept on saying he's gonna do it then he kept on denying that he could be successful in that yeah mm-hmm. you won't know that until you try so like same thing with like anything in general you gotta try and you never know when something is gonna be successful or not if you're if you're like let's just call it like not in the best can how mental and physical health and then like a, a job and you're not happy where you're at in life you can and but you have a great idea a business attribute go for it but you got to push yourself. You're just going to be barriers. You're going to fail. I'm going to guarantee you you're going to fail. But you got to get through that failure because everyone fails in life. You know, everyone. a wise man once said that if you're in hell, why would you stop? You got to keep going. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm going to be realistic. Everyone here is getting, in life is going to fail. It's not, it's, it's, if you, it's hard to say. Anyone who has achieved anything worthwhile has gone through hell to achieve it. Yeah. No way in, like no way is gonna no way one of you guys on this is not is gonna not gonna fail in life. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that in a pessimistic way, I'm saying in a very very nice way, optimistic way. Because think about it, failure means improvement. If you're failing if you why think for example, very old concept, scientific process, why is it repeat, 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 repeat? Because you're gonna have many many failures. Failures are not setbacks, but they're push pushes to you for yeah like you're not you know like how people say like you win and lose the day yeah like you could win the day or lose the day well the thing is is that the thing is like a lot of people say you either win a day or it's a character building day and the thing is is that i feel that especially with the failures i've had in my life so far i feel that just through failure the the losses in my life have shaped me more into the person i am today than the wins yeah i agree like i wouldn't be here with all my failures and i bet for a fact take for say Elon Musk, he has failed probably multiple times in prototypes. And- he almost won bankrupt, man. Huh? He almost won bankrupt. I know. Like, it's amazing how – it's harder to say, like, oh, these people are perfect. They don't fail in life. They do fail in life. They fail the most out of us. They're probably more, more – they're probably, per se, more bigger failures than us. But that's a good thing to say. A failure, it can be perceived as anything, but a failure is more like you fail more – you learn more from these failures. You don't make the same mistake again. For example, let's just say a math test. You're preparing for a math test and you take this practice test. What do you do after you take the practice test? You repeat the same problems you get wrong. You move away from the right ones. When you do the same problems again that you get wrong, but why are you doing that? You're trying to get that right again. Make sure you don't make that same mistake. Same thing with failures. You've got a failure. Why are you trying to, why would you look at that failure so you don't make that same failure again and you move on further so it's not a repeating cycle? That's the same thing with the math test, same thing in life.
Thank you.